0: Trust is defined as to have confidence, faith or hope in someone or something. Now, whilst it's not a guarantee, it's useful to have trust in those things that have a reasonable chance of occurring. For example, believing that the sun will come up in the morning, its a pretty good chance of that, so we trust it. Having faith that things will be better in the future, that's a a fairly reasonable opportunity for us to embrace that, yeah, things are gonna be okay in the future or maybe the, the, a person will do what they say. Now that could be a bit shaky, but it's worthy of trust. So this is what trust's about. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realization, and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. Now there was a time in history when trust was a highly regarded commodity. Honour, trust and a handshake was a common means of doing business. There was a time when we engaged contractors in, in our business with, without written contracts, but unfortunately that tends not to happen now. It seems as though trust is at a low ebb. And it's probably true to say that we have a crisis of trust. So there's low trust in government and media and corporations and every, every survey I've seen in the last probably 20 years has been a decrease in this, uh, uh, this factor of trust. Um, But what's cool is to see, though, is that there's an interesting trend in the increased trust of people in the private sector. Um, And this is of their boss or of the business owner uh, and of each other. So this is quite heartening. This is uh, where people don't have trust in the media um, about a certain thing, say a profession, and they go to that profession and they find that they... Are actually worthy of trust, and and the people who work in that area uh, are trusting of each other and trusting of their um, their superiors. So, it's interesting to to notice that that the uh, it, it seems that the fact that when clo- when people get closer together, they they trust more. So it would seem that trust could be measured like deposits in a in a bank account. We make deposits and we make withdrawals, and at any time there's a balance which we operate our life and business and practice out of and relationships out of. So so the question begs to be asked, well, how is your bank account of trust? See, so trust is a multi-layered phenomenon, which if in deficit at a lower or, or fundamental layer, it will permeate right through the layers above. So this means that if you have a trust issue with yourself, or uh, those that are close to you, then there'll be trust issues with those in your greater circle of influence, like your business or practice or team or clients or um, the world. So ask yourself the question, how much trust do you have in yourself as a person? I mean, Which people in your sphere of influence do you trust? And how about your, your trust in your, in your client's ability to make the right decisions or do the right thing? And what about your trust in your, in your business acumen? And how about your, your team and their character skills and, and unity? See, trust is based on numerous small deposits into bank account trust and it's earned over time. Now, it's also lost with very few withdrawals. You know so we can we gradually put in little deposits over time by earning trust when we say we're going to do something and we we do it then we earn trust both in ourselves and, and others um, trust of us but when we violate something when we violate something to ourselves or violate something to others or others to us then um, we take out a huge deposit uh, sorry huge withdrawal in this in this deposit of, of trust so being being aware of that, I think is a is a really important factor. We're constantly working on trust, so it's a tangible force. And many in the business world, they give lip service to trust. so they recognise it as a sort of fluffy feel good phenomenon that really doesn't affect the bottom line. However, the formula that businesses tend to operate on, I you know, strategy and it's vision and outcomes and strategic direction and and execution, doing the technical stuff is all that's needed is you know, is that one missing huge multiplier and that is trust. So if it if it is trust plus there are other factors that give massive results and returns. I'll go through some of those. But so strategy times execution multiplied by trust gives results. Right? So the strategy that we're going about doing a certain thing and then the way that we do it um, is multiplied by trust, and that's, that gives the amplitude results. So um, the good news about trust is that no matter how low the trust account is, it's always possible to add deposits in and rebuild it. So what are the key factors then in rebuilding trust? Well, in the innate model, we address the four major quadrants of the brain and, and utilize uh, the, the innate brilliance of these functional components. And as coaches, one of our greatest challenges is to support and encourage people to write up their statement of purpose. The, the purpose of a compelling, uh, or, or the, the power of a compelling purpose statement um, is, it's very evident and builds trust in each area of our life as we get clearer on it. So let's visit the key components of rebuilding trust through the innate model. Now, if we look at quadrant one, we have it that the universe is, and it's a presupposition, we, we trust that the universe is something worthy of trust. So like the sun rising in the mornings, you know, that's that's um, inherent, it's, it's obvious in our limited um, uh, viewpoint and in this point in time, so we can trust that. So coming from a position of connection with and trust in the power that animates the world is like having a huge, big brother looking uh, after everything and every moment. We can relax knowing that the or, the organization comes from above down and extends through us. So as a part of the, the spiritual connection, we're willing we're to do two things. We're willing to extend the source. So in other words, um, to extend the source is to, is to offer trust to those around us without having to control and micromanage. So obviously there are limits based on situation, risk and credibility and so forth, But to, to many owners and managers and CEOs, they hover over their team, trying to control every occurrence, and that's showing a lack of trust. So George McDonald said this way: to be trusted is a greater compliment than to be loved. So another point is 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 to clarify expectations and outcomes because we when we disclose and reveal them, um, and we don't assume that expectations are shared, then we can clarify areas where violations of trust or withdrawals from a trust account uh, will take place when, a, when an expectation is not met so the upper level of the quadrant one function is in our social interaction and in this context a key component of trust is creating transparency telling the truth being open and authentic what what you see is what you get so to believe in something and, and not live it is dishonest as Gandhi Gandhi said. So then when we look at quadrant two, um, it has a, a fundamental function of the left brain um, deem with beliefs and roles and responsibilities. And we deposit trust into relationships in this area when we're willing to perform the following two actions. Firstly, we're willing to right the wrongs and a, and a simple apology and making restitution, looking at the, at the right thing by people and or doing the right thing by people and practicing uh, personal humility. So Emerson said from a, from a point of view that trust men and they will be true to you, treat them greatly and they will show themselves great. And so how we how we work with people is what we get from people. So can you think of someone right now who you need to right a wrong with? Maybe it's a phone call to make, maybe it's a, an apology, maybe it's a, um, a payment of something, a, um, I call a, a a situation where a guy who is off the track and in, uh, in his younger years and stole bicycles um, then came to this realization that his life's not going to move on until he made restitu- restitution and so um, he bought some 50-odd bicycles and distributed them amongst uh, the poor people so you know that's a uh, an act that that helps to to sort of right the wrong. So what, what are the things that you've done that you may want to clean up that you need to make restitution with or to, to make good with? So a conversation is calling it's something that, that has to be done in order to clear the air. The other, the other point is keeping commitments. So say what you're going to do and then um, do what you said. So making commitments and keeping them, identify the things that you've committed to do and uh, have for some reason reneged on. So what are you going to do to deal with this? So the ultimate, uh, or the upper level of the quadrant two is, is professionalism. And this area demands that we perform one um, a very challenging function. That, that is accountability. And it's, you know, it's a tricky one because holding oneself accountable is a challenge and in itself, but holding others accountable is another level again. So don't blame others, be clear and concise and stick to absolute standards and others will pick up on that uh, that accountability. So then in quadrant three, uh, this is the area where we connect or in the case of dissolved trust, disconnect with others. Um, In the the fundamental function of this quadrant, we have two key factors that rebuild trust like crazy. Uh, Firstly is listening. Listen with the ears and eyes and heart and don't presume that you have all the answers or all the questions. Ask more than you tell. And listen more than you talk. And the other point is that to demonstrate respect. So, genuinely care for others. Don't fake caring. A, a person will not buy from you until he's convinced that you are a friend and are acting in his best interest. You, you must make this clear, said Brian Tracy. So, the upper level of this quadrant brings out a quality which refers to what we refer to as a way shower. Now wayshower will, as the name suggests, show you the way, but unlike a leader, a wayshower has no attachment to the outcome of those who he or she encounters. The position therefore, is not about creating a following. It's, it's simply being inspiring and doing what we do so well that others want to emulate that. So a key feature of this area in trust is showing loyalty. When we show loyalty, we get we get loyalty. But at the level is at this level, it's not about showing it to get it. It's unconditional showing, and you know, giving credit freely is another aspect where, where when we give out and speak about people as if they were present, and being kind to all and not bad mouthing others, it is so powerful. My my grandmother said to me, I "Remember saying this: if you can't say anything empowering of others, don't say anything at all." and that builds trust and it builds trust um, in ways in which you'll never know you know there's a there's a a, a ripple effect that comes from being loyal and being um, well spoken of, of others so finally in quadrant 4 this this quadrant has a fundamental level that that is disciplined and likes action and that the two key functions of this quadrant are that firstly um, they're straight talkers and confront reality. Just tell the truth, let people know where you stand and, and call it as, um, as they are and, and just address tough stuff. Don't skirt around, don't try and fluff it, don't try and make it make it more palatable, um, just handle the real issues. The other aspect of it is getting results. So getting the, the right things done, making things happen, um, attending to the bottom line, you know, under-promising, over-delivery. So, at the, at the high level of this quadrant, we, we find a huge facilitator of trust and it's in the air of curiosity and paradox living as, as we are committed to continuous improvement. Here's the constant learner, uh, willing to, to, to act on feedback, not assuming that today's knowledge and skills will be uh, applied to tomorrow. Being willing to pull the existing apart and put it together in a new way and pushes the boundaries of, of current thought and convention. So the law of trust, therefore, is about you in relationship to the whole universe. It's a product of the complete functioning of your whole brain. There's wisdom in, in trusting the universe. This is, this is where we get the great the greatest deposits into our bank account of trust. I, I believe that we are here to get the learnings that the universe throws at us. We're not victims, and we are willing and active participants. But it, it's a an intuitive process, and we have an amazing brain and nervous system that processes the events for our ultimate benefit. And we're we're connected with uh, that that is far greater than just us and our own physical limitations. So as you go through life, and no matter what happens, positive or negative, um, trust in what you're getting. You know, do you have the opportunity to extract value from every situation? It, it just depends on how you're positioning yourself relative to the situation. So if you, if you trust the universe and everything in it, uh, do you fear it? Well, is, is it out to get you? Uh, are you willing to go bravely forward or, or cower in, in defeat? So William James said over 100 years ago, the greatest discovery of our generation is that human beings can alter their lives by altering their perceptions of, of mind. So start today by using the functions of your mind that this discussion defines. Know that that life is trustworthy. It is doing whatever it can to assist you. When you make big deposits into your bank account of trust, amazing things happen. So instead of seeing an ordinary event as a mistake, you see a gift in it. You you gain equality from, uh, or equally, from, from all circumstances. You, you don't have to have things right, and guess what? When when that is the case, you start getting more things going right. So you know you just allow it to be, and the law of trust then is to love life and, and to trust that no matter what happens, it's serving you. It, it makes a difference in my perspective. Uh, it makes a difference in my life. It makes it it makes a difference in your life. It makes a difference in everyone else's life around us. So. Notice your levels of trust or lack of trust in the aforementioned areas of your life, your relationships, your business, your practice, your, uh, your world. And notice where you're attempting to force a natural flow or refusing to accept the, the actual situation. So employ the eight zones of the innate model that we've discussed covered through there, there's the spiritual and the mental and the physical and the family and the social and the professional and the way show and the manifestation. And apply the, the suggestions and practice the, the mantra of this too shall pass. When anything gets a bit wobbly, just this too shall pass, you know, It's and that's the good and the bad. And then make continual deposits into your bank account of trust and watch your bank account grow. And be brilliant. I'm Matt Puzzles. Talk soon.